Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Logan, I feel like we've been running a million miles an hour since you got back from your trip, and I have not heard anything about it, and I realized that as I was driving in to work this morning. That's good, yeah. Tell me about I, your trip. Uh, I had a fantastic trip. My wife and I went on a um, credit card point exclusive uh, trip. No, we just we used credit card points for most of our things, for the flights, for the vehicle, and for the... I got like one of those cool bonuses things where I, I got like $75,000 or 75,000 points. I'm or like, something. what credit card are you No, 75,000 points or something that helped pay for our trip. We went over to Colorado for a few days, uh, went into the uh, national park up there, Rocky Mountain National Park, did a little hike. Then we went up into like the ski village area, like Breckenridge and stuff. We went to Keystone and uh, went skiing for a day. I've been watching you ski. You're really good. My wife loved it. I am a terrible skier and uh, learned that very quickly. So I think you realize how bad you are at skiing and that it's going to be a very long day. Within the first five minutes of ski school, you're the first person to fall. You're like, yeah, it's going to be a long day. I've actually never been skiing. Never. Never. Well, for one, I hate the cold. You know mm, this. Fair enough. And so it doesn't sound that fun to go roll in the snow. Because inevitably, mm. like, your first time, you're just going to fall on your face the whole time. Yeah. And I could get through that if I was like, oh, but then I'd have a blast. But in my mind, I'm like, then I'll be going down a hill when it's freezing outside. I'd rather go, like, roller skating, maybe. <sighs> yeah. Well, it, my wife loves skiing. And we were, I surprised her because I was, first I was adamant. I was like, we are not going skiing. Well, that's what you told me before you left. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I hadn't really skied since I was like five. I skied one time at a little place here close to Indiana. And uh, that was a terrible experience a couple of years ago. So I was like, yeah, this is going to be brutal. So I didn't really want to go from the little bunny hills at uh, a ski thing in Indiana to a mountain in Colorado. But my wife really wanted to do it. She got great grades in PA school. I was like, all right, I'll surprise you. We'll go do it. But we're doing ski school in the morning. Within the first five minutes of ski school, I was falling down a hill. But it ended up being a pretty fun day. I I got the hang of it. The last time down the mountain, I only fell twice. That's pretty good. There were some pretty intense falls. There was some skis overhead. um, Was it twice because you just fell down half the hill and then stood up and fell down the other? (laughs) Maybe. Uh, But before that, there was a lot of falls. But it was quite fun. We had a great trip. Uh, But yeah, since we got back, man, it's been it's been pedal of the metal. It's been wild. It has been pedal. Did you guys camp at all, or did you get like Airbnbs? We got so no camping because it was freezing. Um, But we did a hotel for a couple of nights, and then we. We did an Airbnb in Frisco, Colorado. So shout out anybody wow. that's in that area. But we had Frisco, Colorado that we were we were down in a little Airbnb. It was quite a blast. Well, aren't you a treat? That sounds like fun. But now we're just back and roaring with uh, Jewel Financial Wealth Development Program. We have a lot of people that have been reaching out from all over. 
Uh, we have some folks in Colorado. We have some folks in California. We've been talking to all kinds of people, so it's been a lot of fun to uh, to hear from you guys. If you want to learn more about the Wealth Development Program, you have a difficult situation. Uh, you have a, a complex situation, maybe some RSUs or some company stock, or you've just been great savers and you've been building up a significant amount of money, feel free to check us out, jewelfinancial.com. Uh, we're here to help. We're here to kind of hear about your situation and point you in the right direction. Or, or maybe go down the wealth development road. So definitely reach out to us for that. Where can they send questions, Allie? You can send those questions to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. And keep those coming. We're looking for some junior questions right now. I feel like those have been coming in waves. Mm, so if yeah. you've got a junior at home that has a question, have them send that in. We'll get you maybe bumped to the top of the list. I don't like yeah. to promise that. But And how fun was our Back to the Basics? That was a blast. We yeah, got to go so back random. and talk and about fun, all yeah. of the different uh, the things that we have gone through, the basic steps to the DIY money journey. And if you are more interested in those steps and reading more and learning more about those, Quint wrote a book about those basic steps. It's called DIY Money. Look it up on Amazon, and you can uh, order one. I think it's like $6 or something. It's, it's yeah, not Yeah, I think it's less than so, 10 Super cheap. Uh, so definitely check that out, and, and feel free to order And it's short and to the point, and I appreciate mm, that. Yeah, definitely. Great. Well, we've got a good question here today from Val. Val, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hi, this is Val from Ohio. I'm a self-employed website publisher with no employees. I filed as a school proprietor thus far and run everything through my personal finances. I'm working with my accountant to move from sole proprietor to LLC or S Corp and will take a salary, but I have little overhead otherwise. I need to open a separate bank account for my business. Do you have recommendations for how to choose a business bank account? I only need a simple checking account to receive payments and a credit card for minor expenses. Does it need to be a business account or can I open a regular account with my business name? Thank you. Val, great question. So in full disclosure, just right off the bat, I will say I don't know a ton about the technicalities of bank accounts themselves. What I can speak to is kind of the other side of that in doing so my prior job, I did quite a bit of bookkeeping. So I got to interact with people's bank accounts quite a bit or hear their experiences in interacting. So I can talk a little bit about that and a little bit about the tax side, but I'm not going to be super helpful, I'll be honest, about technicalities within selecting the bank account itself. Here's what I'll say to kind of answer a few of your questions right off the bat. First of all, when you're incorporating your business, so making an LLC or an S-Corp, one of the most important things in the what will keep you from having a major headache come tax season time is keeping those assets separate. So opening a business bank account is a huge step in that. And not only does that keep you from intermingling funds and getting things a little bit sticky if you were ever get audited to have to go back through and um, prove all of that, but it also is super helpful for bookkeeping because everything is kind of in one place. So I would really encourage you to do that not only for your own sanity as you're keeping your books, but also from kind of a legal standpoint, it does kind of keep that line really firm between what are your assets and what are your business's assets. Now, I understand that when you have a small business, sometimes you do have to commingle funds and put funds into a bank account or pay things off your own card. I usually recommended for a lot of our clients, instead of 
buying a purchase on your own card and then reimbursing yourself from the business, doing it the opposite way, just because the audit trail is a lot easier. So making an investment in the business bank account and then making the purchase mm, from the okay. business bank account. Okay. So that will help you a lot in, in the headache of that. And then the other thing that I will mention from a bookkeeping side of things is to find a bank that has a good online platform. So we had some people we did bookkeeping for who had like, I don't know where they found these banks, but the site was made in like the 80s, I swear. <laughs> like, I feel like you could not find anything. It was not user friendly and really caused a headache. And a lot of those you could maybe export into like a weird Excel file of some sort and then work from there. But it made it really challenging to do that. On the other side, we had some people who had kind of more sophisticated bank platforms that you could like export transactions right into QuickBooks or, or things like that. It seems like such a small thing. and But from a cost perspective, if you're hiring someone to do your bookkeeping and it takes them twice as long because they're trying to do things manually, it might be worth the extra f fee mm. to open a more sophisticated bank account so then now they can export that and kind of sort through them instead of entering them all by hand. So those are kind of my two initial thoughts from a like tax and bookkeeping perspective of what to look for in bank accounts. But Logan, maybe you know more than I do of this, talk a little bit about the technicalities of business bank accounts and how do they operate differently from just individual accounts. It's really, they're really not that much different. I mean, they, they operate very similarly for a business bank account compared to a personal bank account. And my recommendation for when you're doing or picking what bank to go with or what account to open or whatever that is, is really the same, whether it's personal or business. So my recommendation is to make sure you do research on whatever account that you're going to plan on opening and make sure it fits with what your business or your lifestyle is. So like what Ali's saying, it's super important. If, you got, if you're going to be doing a lot of online and going in and looking at their online platform, then you want to make sure that they have a really nice online presence. So some of the bigger banks, like a Chase Bank or Bank of America or something, have pretty nice online platforms that you might want to utilize. Also, if you're evaluating a bank, you might want to see what they're paying. So you're just saying opening a checking account, but if you were going to have a business savings account, you might want to look at maybe a credit union or something that's paying a higher interest rate on savings that, that you're evaluating. It's very important when you're looking at anything like this to evaluate what the fee structure is. So if you're opening a business bank account, what are the fees that that bank is going to charge? Are they going to charge you extra for certain deposits? And then matching it with how your business is structured. So if you're going to have online uh, online deposits where you're taking pictures of checks and you're sending them in and that's getting deposited all the time, make sure you understand the intricacies of what account you're opening to see if there's restrictions on the dollar amount that can go into uh, maybe a, a, a digital deposit or that you're checking and making sure there's not a limit to how many digital deposits you could do each and every month or whatever it is, or how many withdrawals you could take from that account. There can be some restrictions when you're evaluating and looking at different bank accounts. 
I think the easiest way is probably to jump on a phone call and ask, but you can also find most of this information online, whether it's a Chase Bank or a Federal Credit Union or just a local bank. You can find most of that information by just doing a quick Google search, looking at the bank, and seeing what the different kind of rules and um, limits and restrictions are for various bank accounts. I would really just make sure you tailor it, Val, to what your business is and that you're making sure that whatever your key points are, that it's hitting that. Great online platform, check. Allows unlimited mobile deposits, check. Maybe an X, whatever it is, just make sure you're really doing the research and figuring out, okay, does this match what my business is and how the that's going to flow? And then do what Ali said, make sure you're being discreet about it. Make sure you're putting money into the right places so that you're tracking things for tax purposes in the future. And then also we see a lot of people make sure if you're doing expenses, you have that some way separated as well, uh, just so for tracking purposes, because it makes everything easier come tax time. I will need two pieces of identification. Ah, yes. I have my temporary driver's license and my astronaut application form. Yeah, and I think kind of along the same list of figuring out what you need from the bank account, I like your idea like creating a checklist and being like, okay, it has all of these things. Great. Mm. This will be perfect for me. So for someone in your situation, Val, it sounds like you don't have a lot of complexity within your business. So that may simplify that list and maybe you can get a business bank account that's a little bit cheaper and not need some of those extra features. I know... Sometimes people really want a bank account that can do a lot more. Like there are some that will do payroll processing if that ever became a thing. Um, So that might be something you might want to investigate through the bank. Or if you need like debit cards for your employees, make sure that you have that in place, things like that. So really, I think that's a great place to start. Figure out what is it that I need this bank to do for me besides the fact that from an accounting perspective, it's really helpful for you to just have a bank account in general that's separate, whatever that might look like, and then use that to kind of drive the bus of figuring out how elaborate and how much you need to pay for this business bank account. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything else, Logan, to add? No, I think that's good. You can wrap it up. Awesome. Well, folks, the secret to wealth is really simple. Just live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.